Sunday pour, we are back. Feels like forever since we've done a show. I got a lot to get into. Yeah, how are you? Doing all right, man. Uh, it's good to see you. The Godfather is in the building. Oh, yeah. Good. <laughs> a lot uh, to report back. Really? Wow. An eventful trip up to a neighboring state of Massachusetts. Yes. All right. Very well, much so. All right. Well, then what happened? I, I haven't heard any of this. Um, so, my dog's going nuts. Fuck it. So, Sunday morning, I wake up. I'm just hoping she's not going to barge in here. Be very unprofessional. Try to go right in the crate. So, uh, a lot of uh, interruptions this year, you know, with the uh, kids and dogs and stuff because everybody's working from home. I'm I'm just saying that because I only have so many days left to get this uh, COVID small talk out of the way. So I wanted to mention that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> um, and as, as a, a nice reminder <clears throat> for our audience that time's up come uh, July 3rd Eve. July 4th Eve, I mean. You got a, you got a week. I don't want to hear anything on July 4th. No Six COVID days. on July 4th. None. Go bear talk. We, didn't, we won't even use the C word. It should be banned. The go the go bear virus. <laughs> um, so I woke up on oof, airmail throw five three. So I wake up uh, Sunday, and I I mentioned last show about how I tweaked my back. Yeah, and you know it it basically had been getting progressively worse. Hopefully peaked, but yesterday may have been the peak. Okay. Like when I woke up. Nice long car ride. It helps, it helps too. It was nice. No, not with this, not with this injury. Well, I was being sarcastic. Oh, all right. Because right, right. <laughs> no, there's a couple different – there's like when you hurt your back and sitting down works, and there's sometimes it just doesn't work. And this is one of the ones where, oh, when you go to get up, thing locks. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. That, I mean, backs are kind of like fantasy teams. Like everyone's got a shitty one. Nobody wants to hear about it, right? I mean – <laughs> it's, it's what they are. No, nah, because people with good backs, people with successful backs, don't brag about them uh, to unsuspecting bystanders. I feel like no one really has a successful back. It's just right. But eventually, saying, it's yeah. But I'm saying, if you're a, fa- a fantasy team, if any has any success, you, you don't. You don't. The people don't show up about it. True. All right. A little bit different. <laughs> and we want to hear uh, about your back too. We're interested. We're invested. We're invested in your back. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, listen, I didn't have to go do anything really physically laboring. I figured, like, I just go up there, stand at the altar, and that's it, right? Nothing yeah. big. Right. Um, I'll just say this about the church. People just don't know how to dress in a church. Oh, no. Any sandals? There was like a guy, and he wasn't part of our baptism, but he was part of the other one. And he wasn't a godfather or anything, but he was, you know, in the crowd. He was wearing like mm-hmm. soccer shorts and soccer shoes. Come on. Like, would you just get off the field? God, we've, we've, we've relaxed a lot of our uh, expectations and even just general, uh, I don't know, just what we do for these kind of things. We've relaxed it a little bit, but that's too much. Far too much. Yeah. Come on. And I'm not saying like, you know, 
we've been outspoken about religion. Like we have no love for the Catholic church. It's not out of respect for the Catholic church or no. the priest. It's out of, it's out of respect for like the people you're there to see. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Yeah. It's, it's for the people that are around. It's yeah. It's the people that you're near. Yeah. Uh, it's like, we got to look at you. I mean, come on, put something nice on, put, put a collar. Put the umbros away, pal. <laughs> the umbros. Uh, so yeah, I mean that that didn't impress me. But neither Godfather had a suit on. The other ones, it's a little you, odd, right? Oh, you wore a suit, and no other Godfather wore a suit. Right. Whoa. No class. Godfather is one of those like automatic suits, right? Automatic. You would, you would think so. Yeah. Jeez, a baptism is like if you're close, close. It's you know pretty standard. Unless somebody says don't wear a suit. Yeah, I mean, what, I, I don't know. I feel like you know, who's going to say that? I don't know. I'm just saying could happen. Yeah. but uh, I just go yeah. back. I mean, I go back to the movie. Like Michael sitting there wearing Like, how could I not wear a suit? I mean, yeah. That's, that's, where we're, that's where we're getting our fashion tips from. And, uh, yeah, you're wearing – wait, so you didn't organize a hit yesterday, did you? Like multiple hits on the heads of the five families? No. No. Okay. Well, no, because you're making Godfather comparisons. I was concerned. First thing you think about when first thing you think about when he asked, "Do you reject Satan?" <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Oh, by the way, when the priest did ask that, it was like everyone. It must have been not a lot of churchgoers in there, right? Because nobody really spoke up. <laughs> nobody said anything. We said, "Do you reject Satan?" And he goes, "Anybody?" <laughs> <laughs> no, what a wise guy. <laughs> yeah, this guy was a comedian. He talked a little bit too much. He did like a little humble brag at the beginning, like uh, basically saying that he's been with the same parish for 45 years where he started, which I think is his way of being like, you can trust I was me. never, I was never transferred. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just throwing, yeah. he's throwing it out there. Like, yeah. One of the good ones, one of those yep. moves. That's, That's probably, that was. It's probably the smart move. It's probably the safe move. But yeah, he's uh, yeah, he was a little bit of a comedian. He talked a little bit too much, but he was he was all right, you know. He was all right. Did not come to the dinner afterwards, but oh, not a freeloader. Interesting. No, no, unless unless he got a better offer from. That's possible. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, so I'm thinking all I got to do is stand up there, and uh, you know, you just stand there and do, do nothing. They pour water over the kid and. You're good to go. Oh, no. But I don't know. You were Godfather before, so let me know if you ever had this. Did, did you get a candle? Uh, yeah, maybe at some point, a candle. They usually give the baby to the godmother. If there's, like, any kind of transfer. Like, I don't remember ever having to hold the baby, but I might have had a candle. Yeah. All right. So he, hands it... me a... <laughs> he hands me a candle, all right? And eventually... Uh, he tells all the godfathers to come up. And I got to like go to the back right of the church. And I'm going right from sitting. So walking's not easy right now, but I'm just like determined to plant your pain. Yeah. Like, and walking to the point where no, no one notices. That's, that's like the key. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like Terry Bradshaw at the end of his career, just going out there, just getting it done any way possible. Right, right. You got to play. If you're, <laughs> yeah, in, if you're injured, you don't play. If you're hurt, you play. Right. Uh, so I get up there with the candle and he's like uh, alright you win 
you're the tallest. You got to go light the candle. <laughs> Bro, I had to go up on a two-step stool. This is all, this is all, all when I'm having back pain. All right. Two-man stool. Priest offered me his hand. I declined it for a little boost up. I said, no. I, and even when there's a picture of it somewhere, I'll send it to it to show you I'm not bullshitting. You ha- I had it still on top of the two-step stool, reach up. Like I was lighting the fucking Olympic torch. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Ali did it, man. Ali did it when he was really struggling. You could do it. <laughs> it took a while to catch, but I got it, obviously, eventually. And uh, I was like, Jesus Christ, man. I was worried about having to stand at the altar. I'm over here doing gymnastics. <laughs> I like you didn't take the pre-sand even after he made it known you could trust him. It wasn't going to touch you inappropriately. <laughs> no, I just know. like, no, I, like I got it. You know what I mean? It's just more of an ego move. <laughs> no, yeah, of course. And by the way, the dunking of the, the, the actual baptism. Yeah. Very, very like creepy. The more I go to, the more I'm like, what are we dunking the water? And the, be- and the worst part is, is the kid that we were baptizing well behaved through the whole thing until the water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You start, yeah. You start just uh, waterboarding them. Yeah. Normal reaction. Yeah. Someone went and poured a, uh, you know, bucket of water over your head right now as you were recording. It would probably stop you in your tracks a little bit. <laughs> it would. That's, I didn't think about that. It's probably what uh, Dick Cheney should, should have said. We're not waterboarding. We're baptizing. We're trying to spread the the catholic uh, faith he probably got the idea for waterboarding out of baptism <laughs> exactly probably <laughs> as a godfather you know what i mean <laughs> so that, an opportunity that's a crazy torture right there i mean that's really creative right there i'm actually pro water torture if, the, it's a, if it's a bad enough guy oh okay all right i see what you're saying okay I'm not saying you uh you know, waterboard, like, guy who's selling dime bags or anything, but <laughs> fucking, like, war criminal or something. It's a really creative – I don't know who invented it. I, I guess it was the Chinese. Don't they call it Chinese water torture? Yeah, yeah, it so is. So, I guess, yeah, I guess we know who invented it. Pretty, it's right in the name there. Very proud. Nobody ever said – you know, no, people were mad about the virus. Don't call it the Chinese virus. Don't call it the Wuhan virus. Nobody ever said don't call it Chinese water torture. Wait, isn't Chinese water torture when you fill the room with water, like one bucket at a time, so it fills with water? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, waterboarding may have been an American invented. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, Dick Cheney wouldn't want you calling waterboarding Chinese water torture if he invented it. No, exactly. He wanted the Stars and Stripes all over that. Yes, correct. But very, like, who comes up with these things? It's just very creative. I've always liked uh, the torture devices from, like, the, mid- the medieval times. Because, first of all, their moral compass was a lot, a lot less uh, restrictive sure. than our moral compass. <laughs> Put it the least, to, to say it in the, you know, the least amount of terms there. But, uh, say if you create a, a uh, what, torture device, you're yeah. a sociopath. Well, now, yeah, back then, you're brilliant. Yeah, back seen, then, you're like the alpha dog. They, yeah, they had, like, those coffins with, like, the spikes in them. I mean, just drawing and quartering somebody is one of the most horrific things I could think of. Yeah. It's one, it, it, 
that's one you know what that is it's one they they tie each limb to a horse to a separate horse yeah and then send the four of them off in different directions it's it's horrific that what kind of monster thought of that <laughs> i mean yeah they make the cartel like disney world i mean yes well you know what i mean they're pretty inventive too yeah yeah they're not great they always have people hanging off bridges and stuff it's not good yeah but the, yeah just the uh like little shoots under the nails and stuff just, just brutal gotta give it gotta give it to these people though very uh very great very creative when it comes to their infliction of pain they certainly were they were thinking you know i mean they're constantly at war the water torture is simulating drowning like water boarding water boarding yeah oh oh i thought oh is tiny is chinese water torture when they just drip water on your forehead constantly like there's a constant drip on your forehead maybe and yeah, water it could be. We should urban dictionary this. Waterboarding is that's one you put like the bag over the head, and just keep dumping buckets on the on the person. Yes. And then Chinese water torture, we think, is just a slow drowning. Uh, yeah, that's my ballpark guess. It sounds right. All right, I'm gonna look up Chinese water torture real quick, just so we can verify. Uh, Chinese water torture, or a dripping machine, is a mentally painful process in which cold water is slowly dripped onto the scalp, forehead, or face for a prolonged period of time. This process causes fear and mental deterioration, mental deterioration of in the subject. The pattern of the drops is often irregular, and the cold sensation jarring, which causes anxiety as a person tries to anticipate the next drip. This form of torture was first described by. Oh, by Hipp- Hippolodius de Marcellus in Italy in the 15th or 16th century. All right, so Italians, nice. <laughs> this I is, said I was pro waterboarding. The pic, the picture on Wikipedia is worth it because this looks ridiculous. Uh, this, yeah, it's crazy. Fu Manchu was a was a fan of it apparently. Who's Fu Manchu? Uh, Fu Manchu was a fictional villain. Oh, all right. Novels. Uh, but yet, Fu Manchu had the mustache, like going like all the way, like almost like a handlebar type mustache. Okay. That's called the Fu okay. Manchu, I think. <clears throat> so I got to say about the uh, after yeah. after party for the baptism. Oh, can I say one more thing? Just yeah. I'll move on from the torture. This says about the, about the uh, drip thing. There's very little evidence pertaining to the effectiveness of torture for interrogation purposes. <laughs> You're saying it's effective. The method itself causes lasting mental damage in victims proportional to the intensity of exposure. <laughs> but, yeah. you might not, but you might not get the information out. All right, sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, that's uh, basically what I expected. Yeah. By the way, drinking an Allagash River trip. All right. It was like a little, like, uh, one of those, like, six-pack purchases. Yep. Not finish. bad. Okay, so you finished six-pack. Will it be in your fridge in uh, November? No. No, that's, like, the October. Did I tell you about the Oktoberfests? Oh, there's still one in there? Yeah, every October, you know, fall at least, whatever. Like, yeah. I go for uh, 
Oktoberfest. So I buy a six pack and I drink like three of them. <laughs> that seems like a good idea at the time. Like I have one and I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> then you got five more. I'm in the holiday spirit. Yeah. I'm in the. Yeah. But I will say this Belgian style session ale, 4.8, nice light. Right. right. Not bad. Nice Monday night beer. Yep. Absolutely. So I got to say this, bro. <laughs> the after party, mm -hmm. like far too nice for a bad. I mean, this is better food than you get at a wedding. Whoa. Have you, have you been to Capitol Grill? I uh, know. I know. I don't think I've ever, I've never eaten there before, though. It's one right near where you work. Yeah. I've never yeah. put in there. So I always thought Capitol Grill was kind of like a bar and grill sort of place. No, kind of like on the more casual, like kind of like a bar and grill. Okay. Yeah, it's a little fancier than that. Yeah. Much fancier than that. It's just like, it's like a Ruth Chris, basically. No, okay. Because they were, they were talking about Ruth Chris or this place, and they decided with this place, and I was like, I oh, probably went with this place because Ruth Chris is you know, it's pricey. Yeah. Bro, this place is right on par with Ruth Chris. Yeah, no, you're, yeah, you're spending there. Uh, 15, I mean, 15 adults. Bro, there was, like, the first course was, a, uh, like, three or four seafood towers. Oh, man. <laughs> Bro, I've never no. ordered a seafood tower. I was too yeah. embarrassed to say it. I was like, I always it's one of those, always one of those things like I only see on TV. <laughs> like, those things look awesome, but they're like one hundred and ten dollars yeah. a pop. You know? Yeah, you know, or I've I've never. I'll, try, I'll tell you this: I've never eaten one that I paid for. I've no. eaten. <laughs> it's like a boat, bro. Yeah, it's, it's like a boat. Like I'm not gonna oh, yeah. be able to buy a boat, but yeah, you know, I know someone. Fucking lobster. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I just want to know someone that can afford a seafood tower. Maybe latch on to the meal. That's it, man. But what was it? I mean, you had the lobster tail, shrimp, uh, any scallops in it, mussels? Oysters. Oh, yeah. Oysters. Ooh. Oysters, shrimp, crab meat, and lobster, bro. Fucking lobsters. Unreal. I mean... You did some did some damage on it. Oh man, crushed it! Right, you have to be salting if you left any. If there's any leftovers, what's fit? Oh, with that, yeah, you're not taking that home. Yeah, that's 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 a classy touch right there. I guess fifteen people. That's that's not really a party. That's like a big. That's like a, a dinner. A, it was more of a dinner. Right, it's a bigger dinner than the, the normal. But yeah, you're, you're you're buying dinner for fifteen people. That's. Yeah. At a real nice At a real nice joint. restaurant, yeah. Yeah. Good. Nice. So they gave you, uh, and then they gave you the option, wedge salad, Caesar salad, lobster bisque. Anything what would you, you go with? That's like your salad, super uh, salad course. I Probably the lobster bisque. I thought I knew you were going to go bisque. <laughs> <laughs> you're a soup guy. I know you're a soup guy. But the, the wedge, the wedge had me thinking, but I think because I just wouldn't get the lobster bisque normally, I had to go lobster bisque. Not something you see on every restaurant. Right, yeah. I went with the wedge. Wedge is a nice, it's a solid choice. Wedge is a nice, yeah. that's a nice steak joint staple. Absolutely, yeah. I like making the wedge. The wedge is, is cool to make. Yeah, just because it's easy. They take a hunk of lettuce, put some, uh, some blue cheese. Make the, the place, the kitchen smell like bacon. It's great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. 
It's nice. It is nice. Um, and then uh, Andre. Did your wife course. get the Did your wife get the bisque? No, she got the wedge. And the wedge was a big hit. Like everyone got the wedge. All right. Yeah. Two plus <laughs> is also June. Yeah. I don't know people are drinking soup. <laughs> right. It is a little hot for soup. I still would have gone soup though. <laughs> I had you for the soup. <laughs> Fair enough. And then, uh, oh, three different. There was three different things. There was a fillet. A uh, bone-in ribeye and I think a New York strip. I got the strip. I don't even know if it was the strip. It was Kona. You ever hear of Kona? Like a fancy type slab of beef. That's what it was. Kona. I don't know. Colby. Nah, Kona. K O N A. That's the new one, I guess. Hawaii, right? Isn't Kona something in Hawaii? Kona beer. Sounds Hawaiian. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I mean, three different kinds of steak. And, uh, go ahead. They put, like, wine on the table, or you order order to drink, order what you wanted? Uh, just order whatever you wanted. Not a, not a big drinking crowd. Ah, okay. So I went, I went a little easy, because I knew the, the, the uh, father wasn't drinking. Oh, well, except he did have a little champagne. He... Uh, he got like two real nice bottles. I can picture the label. It's like the orange label, green orange. I think it's orange. I don't know. They're nice bottles. I know they got us one for uh, for Christmas. I think this past year. All right. Like they 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 must know how much champagne costs. Like I'm not. I don't know how much champagne. Costs. I got a good bottle. I don't know brands of champagne really. Do you? I just, I just know that one. Uh, what do you call it? I can't think of the name of it right now. Corbell? No, not Corbell. <laughs> <laughs> Corbell's, yeah, Corbell's a little my uh, tax bracket. Andre? Andre's another one. No, what's the fucking good one? Don Perignon? Don P? Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, I guess Dom. Yeah. Dom. Dom. I said Don. Dom Perignon. So anyways, you ordered a good champagne. For the champagne toast, and that's what he drank. Like it, it was, it just wasn't a big drink crowd. So, crowd. So I just had a couple, couple. Plus, when someone else is foot in the bill, yeah, you don't want to. I was like sitting across from the guy. You don't want to load up, ordering like martinis or something. Like ah, this guy would be drinking a martini unless I was picking the, the fucking bill. So I was like, I'm gonna just drink a beer, a couple beers. Yep. Get in, get out. That's fair. Yeah. I'd like to have a martini at a steakhouse, but uh, when you're when you're the guest, that's the right move. Unless yeah, he was yeah. like, unless he was like, order something you want, you want a mixed drink, you know. If he was very no, like, he did say that, but I still he could have done yeah, that. very generous, very generous people. So I think you had the uh, view click call yellow label. Maybe it's yellow. Yeah, that's that's probably what it is. I got this at uh, forty four ninety seven. That's nice for me. <laughs> yeah, for a bottle of anything, that's nice. Oh, Moet. That's what I'm thinking of. Moet. That's your go-to? Yeah. yeah. That's 50 bucks. I remember one year buying a bunch of Corbell when I was really younger, but I can't really drink champagne. I like champagne. 
You're a big champagne guy. You get drunk on champagne. No, you can't get drunk on champagne. I mean, when you buy it, you're you're splitting it between people, and then, you know. What's the most What's the most champagne you've ever drank in a sitting? Two glasses. What if does that include mimosas though? Well, no, because that's not even really champagne. That's uh, prosecco. Yeah, but you could use champagne in a mimosa, no? Well, it's supposed to be champagne. But I think most I think most time when you're drinking, I think it's I don't think it's real champagne. I think it's uh prosecco or just sparkling wine of some kind. Okay. Champagne is it is a difference. Like I've t- I've that's why I like the Moet. Like I could tell there's a difference between that and it's your average run of the mill, you know, Sunday morning brunch prosecco. Yeah. I can't uh, I can't really tell. I think you could. I think you could if you if you tried the Moet. It's something. It's a little. It's, a, it's got a little more balls to it. A little more. Uh, a little more personality. Yeah, yeah. Like the uh, prosecco is very light. Goes down nice. The, the, so so does the moet. But you just know. You just know it's got some some more balls to it. So it's like it's like stiffer. Gotcha. Okay. It's got a little body to it. You feel like you're Hemingway, uh, I don't know, in some, I don't know, some hotel in Manhattan or something. Gotcha. All right. Feel a little different, a little, yeah. little classier. Yeah. Simpler so, times. For sure. And by the way, one thing I was doing during this, I was like kind of looking around mm-hmm. and seeing like maybe if I was getting sized up by some of the family members, like, who may have been passed over. <laughs> yeah. Is that normal to do if you're like a little bit of an outsider? No, not at all. You got you to see who's looking for you. You don't, want, you don't want people looking at you and you not knowing they're looking at you. Right. You want to know. Nobody Send came a message. Over, nobody came over and asked you like, oh, you're, what, you're, you know, about how you got to be Godfather. Nobody brought, up, brought it up in conversation or even like. One guy, one guy uh, first guy I talked to said, how do you know? How do you know? Uh, uh, right. I don't want to give away their names, but you know, how do I know the couple? Yeah, it's like my wife. Were they? Were they? Like, <laughs> were they part of the fifteen people dinner? Yeah, Oof. everyone that was at the church was basically because it was oh, okay. it was just immediate family. Yeah. Okay. Tight, tight crowd. Not like Oof. like our family. Like fucking people latch on the, that free meal. That's, <laughs> 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 you know what I mean. I mean, if you're if you're making something, <laughs> be the open bar. Really, it's the open bar. Oh yeah. <laughs> like if you can just weasel your way into a. Like who doesn't want to drink after a funeral? <laughs> yeah. Think, yeah. No, nobody's hanging around the fucking kitchen at the after the funeral. No, no. And it got me thinking because I mean, this was such a nice, you know, dinner. Another I'm trying great, to think how much. Another great Luke Void at bat, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. I was thinking, uh, like, how much did he did he spend on the meal? Because I was like, this fucking like, steak place, like top of the top shelf. Yeah. And then it got me thinking to, like, our family. It's like, we're probably paying more. Whoever's hosting like the after funerals for our things is probably paying more just for the booze tab than this kid's. I was like, this guy got off light going yeah. to a Capitol Grill to a you know nice steak place. 
couple lobster tails, big, big fucking deal. Yeah, try paying for like 120 Budweiser's. <laughs> <laughs> try, try going to a place where you had to send the bartender to buy more Budweiser's. Yeah. Have you ever been told that you're out of something? <laughs> yeah, when you're at a funeral? Like, yeah, that happens all the time. Every time. Yeah. We're mourning. <laughs> Imagine, like, the guy who's in there for lunch on one of those funeral days, like 3, 4 o'clock. Wants to have a Budweiser, like ah, we're out of Budweiser. It's four <laughs> o'clock on a Saturday, <laughs> man. Um, Gleyber Torres about to go down here in the ninth. That's crazy. That not crazy, I guess, but it's weird that you're the Godfather. And I guess they didn't know. I guess they didn't know who you were. They didn't really know the person who asked. Didn't know who your wife was. Which, if you're in that 15-person circle, how do you not know, you know, like, how, how are you not, like, privy to this information before you're getting there? I feel like that's... Uh, this guy was a little bit of an outsider. I think he was dating the, uh, the his mother, the guy's mother, whose kid it was. Gotcha. I don't know how long they've been dating, could have been a, you know, whatever. I, I didn't. I didn't ask those. I don't ask those types of. No, no this guy yeah. just kind of cornered me and talked to me, and I wasn't. I didn't really have any interest in talking to him. Fair enough. From Long Island too. He brought that guy. You know, he's one of those guys who like gives you a little bit too much information mm-hmm. about himself. Yep. And it's like let's. Let's like find, you know, we talk about sports or something. I don't want to hear about your life. Like, yeah, this is like, it's like a one time thing, us talking, and you're going to waste it talking about your bullshit. <laughs> he he's trying to get off his chest. Probably yeah. dying for somebody to come. He probably figures if a godfather, you can handle anything. Yeah, right. Going to the godfather for help. Guy thought I had a, you know, couldn't refuse any requests. That's not yeah. how it works. No, it's not, not until the wedding. Yeah. Uh, Oh, so getting back to being in my own head about being sized up by other people, yeah. other people there. Mm-hmm. The uh, mother of the child, my wife's friend, mm-hmm. her brother was there, okay, and his wife. Yeah. And as he's leaving the restaurant, because he left right before we did, mm-hmm. comes up to me and he goes, uh, by the way, we're the other, I think he said fraud parents, like, a joke like we're the other fraud parents to uh first child so i was like this guy see this he was he was letting me know that you know there were some people here that were passed over but i wasn't one of them was that his message see i don't know fraud parents is such a bad joke i don't know what to start with that (laughs) you haven't gotten past the joke yet yeah it's not even that close. <laughs> I would, caught me a little off guard. You, Never heard it before, you know? He, he went for it. Did you, like the, did you like the fraud father part one or the fraud <laughs> father part two better? What? It's so fucking weird. So you didn't talk to this guy the entire goddamn day. He comes up to no. you after dinner's over. No. He says, we're the other fraud parents. Yes. Boston guy, I think. I, I heard the accent. Explains it. 
Maybe it's just maybe I maybe said Godfather. It's just his accent was weird. <laughs> he dropped his G. How came an FA? FR, yeah. Could yes. be. They they're not the most literate people in the world. But I think that was his way of letting me know, like I didn't oh, so I didn't get passed over. But he was saying that he was the godfather to like their first kid? Yeah, him and his wife were the, the godparents to the, their his first child. child. Maybe he was just letting you know he didn't get passed over because he was already in. Like you were, you're. That's what I. That's what I did. That's what I'm did. saying. Oh, they okay. All right, so you're number two. <laughs> yes, he wanted to know I was bad second to him. All right. I mean, <laughs> it's cruising. Yes or no? You think? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. His cruising. If your crew ran any deeper, he went to go. He, you know, that 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 should be more on them. Like you're you're batting second. I'd, Correct. Yeah, maybe you should go check your your uh, uh, your clubhouse. See what's going on in there because it seems a little thin. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm your number two. I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. If you were that important, maybe they'd make you one and two. I'm Godfather twice to uh, my brother's kids. They just started recycling. They didn't want to. They didn't want to get. They didn't want to branch out any further to any like first cousins. They went back, yeah. They brought it back for their fourth one. I was. I oh, so you're the only double. You're the only double dip. I went one and four, and the godmother, yeah, one and four. And then is your other brother two and three? He doesn't. We don't. He doesn't have any god. Godparents. Oh no, baptism. Oh no, he's not. No, he's not the god. He's not the godfather to any of his kids. Oh, not, oh, okay. The ch- church loopholes were uh, too much to to deal with. We could talk to wow. priest. We could talk to priest to getting me in there, but it, but the other one was the stretch. <laughs> so yeah, sticklers, was, sticklers, yeah. So I think that was that was the the thinking behind it. Uh, uh, okay, I didn't know your other brother was a part of a different religion. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what religion that is, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was like non-practicing. I don't know. And like we were like the first people. How, how are you a practicing? <laughs> well, I was kind of, I was kind of in when the first one was born. I was still hanging around a little bit. Showing your face a little bit. Yeah, I was there. Uh, but by the time the fourth one, yeah, I was like in college, so. Or I was working by the time the fourth one came along. Uh, so I don't know. They were able to kind of just – I think he still duped the priest a little bit just to kind of overlook, you know, my shortcomings as a Catholic. No shame. <laughs> the priest? Nah. None at all. Did you, have to, did you have to talk to this guy and do a little no. like a job interview? Just, just showed up. Just showed up on the day of uh, – Baptism. That's it. And how does he know you're not a big uh, parishioner at some other place where you go to school? Uh, or is that what he did think? You're supposed to get, oh, you're supposed to get like a note or something from your parish. That was back then. This is 18 years ago at this point. You probably could have, speaking of duping someone, you probably could have duped all kinds of uh, parishes to write you a note. They would have took the money. I don't know. If he, you know, you go to you, you go to a priest looking to bribe him. You might end up holding his hand, lighting candles. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> Could be. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. This guy, this maybe they're a little more lenient these days. I think so, because uh, they were pretty lenient when I when we were having our kids baptized. There was no, there's no real interrogation. Yeah, there's like a little bit of they needed this and that, but you know we knew the priests. And, you know. I think my people that I was with yesterday, I think they. Like they don't really go to church, but they may have made an appearance or two recently just to show their face. The weeks leading up, yeah. The oh, priest yeah, sees I, right through that. St- but if you, if you put something in the basket, he doesn't give a fuck. I still get the envelopes from uh, the parish that we did that with when we were getting the kids baptized. Like We kind of like made a few appearances just because. Still, still trying to lure you in? I still get the envelopes. It's right in the garbage. I guess you should probably have them stop sending it. <laughs> Fucking shake that man. They're trying to trying to get every dime they can. I still get calls from them sometimes too. A recording or an actual human? Re- recording, yeah. Uh, I never know what they're for because as soon as I as soon as I get the introduction, I just click. Yeah, well, I didn't pick up half of those numbers. Well, when it's from like my town, I pick up because that's it could be like the school or something. I don't know the number. Yeah, like the school or something the kids are involved in. So, like when it's when it actually comes up, long for I pick it up. But if it's anything else, yeah, because oh, okay. because I don't I don't get I don't get robocalls from Connecticut numbers. I don't get robocalls from New York numbers because I have a New York area code on my phone. Uh, okay, so you kind of know. Yeah. Yep. All right. By the way, I got a uh, I got a hot soccer pick for tomorrow. Hey now. Let's talk. Let's talk Euro Cup. Okay, perfect. All right. This is based solely on what I know about soccer and what I've seen over the years. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go with Germany upsetting England tomorrow. I just looked at the line. Apparently, England's favorite in this game, and I feel like everything I've seen out of the English in my life is they lose this game, and the Germans find a way to win. The English do nothing but disappoint their fans. Yeah, that's yeah. That is my perception of them. I think England's favorite pastime isn't soccer. I think it's bashing their soccer team. So yeah, this is that's a great pick. I can't. I, I was hoping I could like play a little devil's advocate here. Uh, I think it's solid reasoning, and that's based on not knowing anything. So take that pick at your own. No, I think I heard. Some, I, I heard somebody recently say that like. All these people, all these players, and like they're supreme athletes. Obviously, they're top of the top of the world of what they do. They put that England jersey on and they just shrivel. <laughs> so, so it is the way it seems, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for, now. Now I'm excited for this game. I'm looking forward to watch England. Uh, Me too. I figured if I brought it up on the show, then I now I have a reason to root against England. Yes. And now England wins for nothing, probably. So, the last time England won was that in? Uh, didn't, they, didn't they cover that in Mad Men when England won the World Cup in like nineteen sixty four? I think so. Has it been that long? Jeez, ah, I have no idea. I can't help you out with World Cup trivia. I can give you like the last five, maybe. Oh. But you go back to the sixties. No, I hear you. All right. All right, there you go. That's, 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 
hot pick. Not a, not a, I didn't get a tip from anybody. That's just based on what we know about England in general. I like it. It's just about my, yeah. When I see that game, when I envision that game, Germany wins it every time. I like it. I'm with you. What time is that game on tomorrow? I think it's a noon start. Nice. So there you go. Right smack dab in the middle of your work day. Look at you getting to soccer. Well, yeah, I'm not really – I haven't really started watching it. <laughs> like a – well, I, I – uh, when I got home today, mm-hmm. I saw that Swiss and France were in overtime. I turned on and I saw like halfway through the shootout. So more, I'm watching more. There you go. Than I'm used to easing into it like a hot bath. Right, and then once you get going, Elite Eight and Final Four, I think you know gain a little steam. Is Euro Cup gonna be on on July Fourth? Something no taboo about watching Euro Cup on America's birthday. I think that's why they don't have it on the fourth. Smart. Unless that's just what, the way the schedule landed. But, yeah, that would feel a little dirty. Yeah. You got to watch baseball on July 4th. Well, you can't. There's no baseball on. There's no baseball during the day? No. There's, on national TV, there's nothing. That's the most absurd. It's Is it because it's a Sunday night? I don't know. Does, that, that, that shouldn't matter. It's just Yankees-Mets on ESPN at 8. That's the only thing on national TV on Sunday. Well, there's a TBS game. Really? That's new. Padres-Phillies. Okay, that's good. At least there's something. That's new. That wasn't on there a week ago. That wasn't on TBS. Okay. Yeah, that's it. ESPN Plus game and – like Dodgers National at 11.05 a.m. I'm assuming they're doing a – Early start for Fourth of July. Why isn't that? That's got to be on TV. TV. That's got to be on ESPN. And then you have the one hundred five on TBS. And why isn't like St. Louis, Colorado on at three? Or I mean, any of these four o'clock games, like Texas, Seattle. It's not a great game or anything, but. And then you have, and then you have San Francisco and Arizona at nine ten. But then ESPN too. What's going on, guys? Yeah, this is, is – I don't know who's making oh, these decisions. Is it, is, it po- is it possible that this is still, like, pandemic shit? Like, people – I don't know. Like, I don't know what the announcers are doing if they're traveling or what, but is it possible that they're not, not sending crews to all these places because of the pandemic? Yeah, but you could – can't they still do it from – remote? I mean, it's, I hate when they do it remote, but still, it'd be better than – Well, it's not – but it's not just uh, – it's the camera people and that kind of shit, you know? But I, well, think, you know, I don't know. You just use the, the cameras from the local networks, I guess. I don't know. Well, there's got to be games on MLB Network on 4th of July, right? Even though that's technically not national TV because not everyone gets it. That's true. Yeah, I'm sure something – I would say it, though. You know what? Maybe ESPN is not showing – ESPN just well, – it says Giants-Diamondbacks around 10.30 on MLB Network. That's probably – Okay, that's good. Yeah, there's actually, there's actually baseball. Is it on MLB – what games are on MLB Network that day? Okay, Dodgers-Nats is MLB Network. What, where so you that's get, a good start. Where are you getting this from? MLB Comcast. Network? Comcast. Oh, okay. Oh, you just flipped around. Nice. Yeah. 
All right, good. So it's just ESPN's website. Just all right. Now they don't acknowledge MLB Network. That's fucking. That's fucked up, man. I heard some people bashing MLB Network. Uh, I think it was Carton and Roberts. Oh, it's because well, Carton's supposed to have a show on it, right? Oh, is he? He was supposed to. Oh, maybe that's why he had a little bit of uh, politics there. A little bit of an ulterior motive. Yeah. Well, they were bashing MLB Network. I love MLB Network. Um, What's the well, case against him? And they give you all kinds of live look-ins. Yeah, what was his case against him? I don't understand. Minus ah, like some, of the, some of the corny people on there. but Well, that, yeah, that's like any network. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember what they were – what the reasoning was behind it, but – I think it makes MLB Network actually makes it easier for me not to get the package because they go, they do a lot of live late lookings, and that's when I would throw those games on anyways. Mm. So I think they're almost too good at their job. All they right. show a ton of games. I mean, I don't know. I think MLB Network's a good idea. It's great to have all the different networks for one sport. Yeah, I don't know what you would want from them. At all. Like what, what else would you want from this? If they're not doing the live look-ins, what do you want them to do? Right. I mean, they're talking about baseball. They're showing baseball games. What, what more could they do? Well, yeah, I don't, know what you, I don't know what you want. That's, that's what I'm getting at. I, I don't like having the live games on, the live look-ins, makes that network worthwhile. It's not just highlights. It's not just, you know uh, – it's not some. It's not Francesa like giving the the play by play kind of as it's happening. Yeah, you know it's um, it's you know Fernando Tatis is up. The base is loaded, and let's go. Let's go to let's go to them. Yeah, and then you got the guys in the you know in the studio round tables talking over it. It's I don't know what more you want. Yep, that's what like when I envision what a network should be like MLB. That's what it is. The NBA same thing. You know, live look ins. It's pretty standard playbook, I would say. Yeah, he must like he must have got screwed over because I thought he was supposed to do an MLB Network show. Oh, is that right? I don't know. What the fuck's he gonna do on MLB Network? That's what I thought. What the hell is he gonna? What's what's he doing? He's not Chris Russo. <laughs> Speaking of MLB, I was thinking, and it's ruined now. Um, after the Saturday, yeah, the Grom was. We're close to talking about DeGrom going for Hershiser. Close. He was like 30, I think like 30 consecutive innings, something like that. So he's like a little more than, like an inning more than halfway there. Right, Hershiser was what, 58? 58 or 59. Yeah, all right. So we were close, but then he gave up a couple of runs on Saturday. So, so much for that. But How cool. Do you think he, where would he have had to get for it to really gain some steam? Uh, I think what you're halfway. Oh, steam. Uh, I would say I don't know. Cause here's the thing: like he's pitching six innings. You know, he's not pitching nine innings. True. So it'd be like, you know, it'd be like three starts away maybe from it. Forty forty innings. Once you get forty, start yeah, talking. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I was right at thirty. So. I was thinking about it at 30. Well, I know it wasn't the hype wasn't there, but didn't quite get there. Yeah. Yeah. 
still possible because uh, otherwise he's been unhittable this year. So, yeah, yep. So that's the Grom. Um, NBA. Trey's hurt. Is he going to play? No, I, I tapped out of that game a little bit early. I missed the fourth quarter. Okay. Did he come back in that game? I don't know. I was I wasn't watching. I was. I, I don't think he did, but I don't know. I saw the play. He stepped on the ref, and I think he may have come back in the game. But the Bucks went on a, on a tear in the fourth, and I saw Middleton went nuts. So twenty points in the fourth quarter. Uh, Trey Young. It's a five-game series if he has to come back. Yeah. That's it. All right, looks like it's a bone bruise in foot, questionable for game four. Oh, uh, looks like it might be a sprained ankle. I mean, sprained ankle, that's going to be tough. I'm getting conflicting reports. Bone bruise, sprained ankle, whatever. Fucking internet. <laughs> It's not. It's, I mean, it's not. It's not great. You kind of rely. You know, a guy kind of relies on his legs. <laughs> yeah. You know, crashing the hoop. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'll stick with what I said last week. I think we're heading towards Bucks Suns, which is odd. That's an odd matchup. Have the Have the Suns? They, they go to the finals once ever with Barkley. Is that it? They're kind of an expansion team, aren't they, from the 80s? I feel like they're in – there's always one Suns game that was on, like, ESPN Classic. It was like a triple overtime game. I don't know if it was, yeah. the, finals. I don't know if it was the finals game or not, though. Against the Bulls, they played a triple overtime game. No, and no, this is, no, this is – I remember that game. This is, like, from – this is, like, grainy uh, video. Playoff game or regular season? I thought it was a playoff game. Oh, Celtic Suns, triple overtime. Oh. Oh, is that uh, one of the ones Bird won in the 80s? No, and this is June 4th, 1976. Okay, so pre-Bird, maybe Havlicek. Red Auerbach is still the coach. I would assume Red – yeah, Red is the guy with the – Coach, um, yeah, I'll give you the lineups here. So starting lineup for the Boston Celtics, who won the game, 128-126, which is like, you know, that's the score after three periods today. Uh, Uh, Starting lineup, tacking, (laughs) playing for 60 minutes, JoJo White. 58 minutes, Hondo, John John Havlicek. Dave Cowens, Paul Silas, and Charlie Scott. Paul Silas, power forward? I, th- I believe so. Coming off the right. bench, Don Nelson. Oof, stacked. Six man. Yeah, and other guys I don't know. And then uh, for the Phoenix Suns, there's only one name I know here. I'm pretty good with basketball, but there's one name here. Uh, point guard, Gar Hurd, 61 minutes. Shooting guard, Curtis. Perry, small forward, Paul Westfall. Paul oh, Westfall. Another, another rest in peace. Uh, Ricky Sobers, Alvin Adams. Wow. I don't know any of these names. Dick Van Arsdale, Dennis Autry, Phil Lumpkin, Nate Hawthorne, and Keith Erickson round out the roster. 
Uh, so, yeah, this game was always on. Gang of misfits. Yes, absolutely. Were they losing six? They lost in six, yep. So that's the, they're probably in their other finals appearance. All right, so 0-2 in the finals. This could, this could be the team that goes back. Clippers have a three-point lead right now. Playoff P is going to have to get going as he drains a mid-range jumper. This has this has this has devastating Clippers loss right on it. <laughs> as devastating as the Mont- as devastating Montreal loss right now. <laughs> Montreal, yeah. Down four. Oh, um, by the way, did you see the Jay Williams tweet? I know that's ancient news by now. Which one? I don't know. The one where he said his account got hacked. No. You know, know, you know Jay Williams, the Duke guy. Yeah, yeah, I do. For ESPN. Yeah. He posted. Um, he posted a tweet when the guy for the the Celtics' new coach, the guy from the Nets, the guy that guy that they hired, I forget yeah. his name. Um, talking about how Yoka. it's about. Yeah, talking about how it's great that the Celtics are finally hiring their first coach of color. <laughs> uh, that's not accurate. Right, Doc Rivers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Bill Russell was coach too. Oh, they yeah, may have been, they may have been the first team with a black coach. Yeah. Like he... <laughs> yeah, come on, Jay. And so uh, a few hours later, he said his phone got hacked. I think yeah, uh, it's obviously not what happened. Just a knee jerk, a knee jerk reaction <laughs> higher, wanting to say something like, uh, I don't know what, I don't know what the word is. I don't know what to describe. Kind of looking for a little bit of attention. Like, look at me, what look how that? woke I am. He completely botched it. I can't find the. Uh... Oh, okay. Well, he wasn't like calling the Celtics out or anything, but yeah, you're right. Looking for attention. The first head coach. Right, no, right, right. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't like anything negative. It was right. like he was trying. He really was. He really bought in. Like he had a day. Like he was like, "Yes, this is great." And what he, just, he just had it wrong. What just like, to get hacked? That doesn't make any sense. I didn't post it. Right. Big pick. Well, Imagine hacking Jay Williams' account. Like I know how I'll get this <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I want you to say my bad. Like I just got excited in the. I'm, I got excited for uh, for the coach in the moment. Like you know, I wasn't thinking. Drop in an LOL. People will eat that up. Yeah, you know? like my bad. Like I, I just got excited. That's all. That's all I got to say. We've, we've we've all we've we've all busted a load early before. We know Jay. It's all right. Everyone has said something stupid and wrong on the internet. It's just, it happens. You know what yeah, I mean? That's not, even, that's not even that bad. Like, he, like I said, it wasn't even contra- wasn't controversial at all. It wasn't, it's no, just, he just got it wrong. It was yeah. Completely inaccurate, but it wasn't like any malice behind it. Oof. Chris Paul just came down. Yeah, that was painful. Tailbone. Is that uh? That's not going to knock him out of the game, right? I don't know, man. He's old. 37 years old. Turning point. This is going to be one of those things that gets reviewed and it's going to be on the big topic that talk radio tomorrow is just a dirty play. 
Yeah, plus he was dancing around afterwards. That didn't help. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a great look. Yeah, that's – see, I never know because, like, these players also kind of know how, like, where to jump to get the contact. So Paul's going – he's leaning over. Does he leave his ankle out there purposely, though, you think, for him to land on it? Oh, no, they, his ankle was in a bad spot. The defender? Yeah, okay. It could, have been, it could have been bad. That was a bad look. And that could have been – that could end up bad for the defender. But what's, what's the guy's name, uh, the defender? What's his – Mobley? Mobley? I don't know. I've never heard of this guy. So – he was like trying to. He was coming around a pick, but he wasn't making wasn't making an offensive move. He just made it like he was trying to go around the pick, even though Chris Paul was going up for a shot. But Chris Paul jumped like to his right a little bit, looking for that contact. So it's not a dirty play. I, it, it's suspect what he's doing, because, well, not really, because he jumped up pretty quick. But you saw he was leaning. That's on Chris Paul. That's not that's not an defender at all for me. Yeah. If Paul went straight up and down, he might make contact. <clears throat> he might have made contact, but it's not. He's not going to fall down in a heap like that. Three shot. Three foul. shot foul. So they're saying he didn't give him a place to land. Is that what they're saying? Took out his legs? Oh, well, I guess you could call the foul because he got he got the contact he was looking for, but I mean, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't flagrant, right? No tech, right? No. Oh, he had something to say to him. Oh yeah, let him know. Nicky, he was just being like condescendingly nice to oh, him. Oh, that's just Patrick. Now. That's Patrick Beverly. Is it? Beverly, yeah. Uh, what did I say? Oh no, it is a flagrant. It's nobody the line. This is we probably probably should have had the uh, sound on for that. So just lip reading. We are not FBI agents in the making it. No, <laughs> we got that. We got that. We just all put up three fingers. We're like yeah, three shots. <laughs> Let him off the hook. Let the Suns right back in the game. Uh, league office called. Maybe Adam Silver <laughs> said that was a flagrant. Can't have the Clippers go to the finals. Well, they'd probably be better off with the Clippers, bigger market. Uh, yeah, bigger market, but the, I don't know. Like, is is the story with Paul and then Booker like the young star? I, I don't know. Yeah, probably. Paul's the story. Get him to his first finals. That's big. That's a big enough story. Sometimes you get years like that. Sometimes. DeAndre Ayton. And here yeah. come the Suns. Here they come. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up, Ant. I think that was a good one. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, All right. Well, thanks, as always, for tuning in to the show. Appreciate you spending the time. Have a great uh, week. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. See you later on in the week. Thanks for listening. I got nothing to say about the Yankees. Nothing. Except that today there were multiple <laughs> articles calling for how to get involved. Oh, who are there?
Post Daily News. Uh, Madden in the in the Daily News, Bill Madden, and Bob Klapich of the of New Jersey, whatever NewJersey.com. Mm-hmm. They both called out Hal. Wow, name your name's on the street now, Hal. Marlo Stanfield. <laughs> My name's on the street. Uh, I I don't I don't know what to say. You get, you have you have to fire you have to fire Boone, and you have to let Cashman feel the heat. That's all I got to say. That's so how how has to go over Cashman's head? Yeah, or just tell him to do it. Tell him he's got to do it. But I won't be happy till Boone's gone because he's a terrible coach. He's not the reason they're losing. I mean, he's not. Right. I mean, if you make the coaching change tomorrow, they're not going to start winning. No. He, but he's terrible. I mean, it's obvious he's terrible. He doesn't get any extra out of his team. Ever doesn't inspire his team ever. Not a leader of men. He's got to go. He's atrocious. You've broken down some of his uh, worst offenses beautifully on this show before, <laughs> uh, and painfully. So it's not it's not a question. They always involve Tyler Wade. <laughs> right, always at that, the forefront. And that's what look. Cash was not going to get fired midseason, but he's got to feel the heat somehow. Because if he doesn't feel the heat, they're going to keep putting. They're going to keep him with duds. Let's not forget this offseason, What was the biggest signing? Was re-signing Lemay. That was it. All right. And trading out of Vino, who we all wanted to trade out of Vino, but yeah, I mean, no one's gonna can't ask for a doer on that one. No, and I'm not upset that out of Vino Moda's down this weekend. Not upset at all about it because I knew he's good. I know he's good in June. Right, Adam out of Vino. I mean, come on. Let me see what Adam out of is doing in September and October for that team, and then if he's good in September, October, I'll eat my hat. But. You know, until then, I, I know I know what he is. I'm not I'm not going to miss him. Plus, I mean, Eduardo Rodriguez shut us down this weekend too, so that yeah, wasn't yeah. even the worst pitcher. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't have much to add, really. It's just for anybody who got tricked by two out of three against the Royals or two out of three against Oakland. Now you see. They're hoping, man. Now you see. I mean, what what can you say? I mean, it's just not it's not good, you know. Judge, that fucking guy leaves a village on base every night. Glaber is a punch and Judy hitter. Oh, can't throw so the ball to first base. You know, Gardner and Frazier are hitting under two hundred, and it's July fourth. <laughs> I mean, they're becoming irrelevant, and I know that with the second wild card, they'll do enough to hang around like they'll still they'll be like in the discussion now i think they. oh yeah they'll be yeah they'll be they'll be in the discussion yeah because it's just they will be unless unless those teams really go running high i think they will be Mm -hmm. like you see you saw even tampa like has come back to the pack a little bit Mm -hmm. um i mean but they're becoming irrelevant and they're gonna get hot at some point in july and august and people are gonna say like yeah you see here they come but i'm telling you it's painful to say, but stick a fork in this team. I don't know if they're they are finished. I don't know what the schedule is, but they haven't played Boston. They've only played them six times so far, so they got them on the schedule a lot. And if they're making up all those games that they didn't play the past, you know, to start the season. They're going to get them all the time in July and August. They're going to get run. I don't know if there's. Yeah, that. but I mean, Nick, uh, yeah. I mean, look, you have the Angels now, and they just, they just, 
feature. They had, we had the Mets, Mets, Seattle, then Houston, in Houston, mm-hmm. get run there. Uh, then it's the All Star break. Post All Star break, you have Boston for eight games out of the out of the break. That's going to be the make or break right there. That's going to be determined. Go. Well, you could you could already write the narrative. And then you have Tampa, and then you have Miami, Baltimore, Seattle. And then right, so those eight games are going to be everything at that point. Right, I mean, like they, they you could write it right now. They're going to be like six back of the Red Sox going into the All Star break, six or seven. They're going to preach how they have a bunch of head to head games with them, so they have, you know, they can make up ground right in front of them. That's what you're going to hear. It's going to get ugly, man. You think it's, it's going to get ugly? Like under 500 team? They're almost there. They're a day. They're three days away from it. Yeah. They'll do just enough to keep their head above water, but they're done. Yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, who knows? Cole can call it a terrible outing the other day. I don't know if it was Boston thing or who knows now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to bring up the sticky stuff again, but is it the sticky stuff? I don't know. I don't know. It's the, the pitching isn't pitching uh, isn't sustainable. The offense isn't sustainable. We're stuck with Stanton for 50 more years. Oh, it's the same shit every time we talk about him, man. It's it. It's the same thing. Not much to add. He ruined, Cashman ruined this team's chances when he brought Stanton in. That's bottom line. <laughs> he crushed it. Killed it, man. You called Couldn't it. See it. You called it from the get-go that it was a bad move. My take was, hey, they must know what they're doing. Like you're bringing MVP in, like they'll figure it out. You're bringing MVP in, figure it out, and they have not figured it out. They've done no. Nothing. I knew Cashman just dropped the ball on this one. They did. They did nothing to accommodate for having another big righty meathead in the lineup. Oh. I don't know. To me. Hang on to Geo, hang on to DJ, and then let the rest figure it out. Like, I don't, if, I won't miss anybody if they're gone next year. No, you nailed it with those two guys. That's it. And obviously Cole. I mean, if you talk about pitchers, like you're, yeah. you're riding Cole with Cole. Cole. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, yeah, everyone is expendable. I'm not attached to anybody. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody has to be on this team next year. Which is a little bit morbid, but and it's not going to happen. It's going to be like the same team probably, but but I bet you a big name is gone. I don't know who, but I bet you somebody big is gone. Well, yeah, after in the off season for sure. But I'm saying the, the it's going to be a lot of the same guys. It's not yeah. gonna, they're not going to cut ties with like seven guys. Right, right. I Maybe think one guy. Gla- Glaber's danger probably gone because he can't. Can't play these, and this is going to be him. He can't. You don't want him. I don't want him. You don't want him. But then you're letting somebody buy low on him. Yeah, but if that's it's like the worst way. time. It's like the worst time to move him. <laughs> well, let's look, man. We, I don't have time to wait for him to fucking figure it out because he didn't figure it out yet. He he's regressed so much, and just fucking sent him to disgusting. Yeah. yeah. I I mean this would never happen, but Judge has some value this year because his numbers look good, even though they're yeah. completely fucking hollow. Yeah, yeah, people he, people will take Judge, no problem. 
face of the team, though. They're not going to get rid of him. I already know. Like I'm already. I already know the deal with Judge. Uh, bullshit, man. It's Red Sox can trade Mookie Betts. Anybody can get traded. Mookie Betts is a champion. Yeah, I, I guess. These guys I, mean, I, guess, won, I just, I just know the way have, the Yankees operate. These guys have one dick. I just know the way Cashman operates. Oh. He views Judge as ticket sales, kids. I'm telling you, yeah. he looks at it like that. Well, I look at the Red Sox and I see a, I see a team that shouldn't be as good as they are on paper, but everything translates perfectly on the field. Yeah, I can't, it's hard to explain, really. I mean, they have a couple core guys, and they got a bunch of – and that's always been there. Since they since 04, it's been what it is, a couple core guys and a bunch of role players who know what their roles are. Yeah. Not a bunch of guys trying to run into a fastball, hit it over the wall. You got it. I mean, they had – I mean, going back, they had Manny was one of the best right-handed hitters of all time, so it's obviously not fair to compare – and Ortiz was the guy, but then everybody's around them. Just yeah, knew Bill Miller just knew what their job was and did it. Here, it's like everybody's a fucking hero. From everybody's a fucking hero. From Sanchez, he wants to be the hero. Luke Voigt wants to be the fucking hero. Swing at three zero in the second inning today, where the fuck it is? <laughs> a check swing on three zero with a man on. Like, no, you're swinging a pitch in the fucking dirt. It's ball four, and he flew out in the next pitch. It just it, that's not your job right there is to do what you did. Your job right there is to is to keep the inning going, and if it means taking the pitch and taking the walk, then do it. Put the pressure on the pitcher. But instead, you swing three zero. Not even how, how do you swing on three zero and not take a full hack? You have to commit on three zero if you're swinging. You cannot be unsure of yourself in three zero. Right. Don't dip your toe. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a terrible terrible at bat. Um, but that's 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 the guys they have, though, man. I mean, I can't, I cannot have everybody. Clint Frazier thinks he's gonna be a hero every time he comes to bat. He thinks he's gonna hit eight run home run every time he comes to bat, and he loves it when he does. He likes to fucking look at the dugout and do like you know whatever fucking arm gestures they do and stir it up. I don't know what. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's, that's fun. The twice a week you guys can do that. But the other fucking five days when you're losing, hanging your heads in shame. It's a joke, man. Fire Boone. I've been saying it for weeks. He's got to go. I hear you. It's a broken team. Broken, top to bottom. And you got to let him know, man. You got you to go in, do it, make it public, make it ugly. Let the team know. This is your fault. He's gone. He's gone because he's gone because you guys couldn't perform and he couldn't get anything out of you guys. Hmm. All right. Joke. It's terrible. Terrible. Kind of, it's kind of like Cashman to Boom. Would that be kind of like what Tony asked it to Tony B? This is your cousin. You got to go shoot him. You got to take him <laughs> out back. Yeah. Yeah. Someone absolutely. make that meme. If Boone gets fired by Cashman, someone make that meme. <laughs> you gotta have the Tony V and pop in the face meme. <laughs> don't even tell him it's coming. Just tell him you're gone. Yeah, it's not gonna happen, but uh, it's I mean, it would have to get really bad for things to 
get there. I mean, if it's not, if not now, if not now, would it be after the All-Star break? After Boston wipes the floor with them? I mean, there's been some – there's already been a handful of times this in the first half where you're like, oh, you think it's going to happen. Or not that it's going to happen, but if it's going to happen, it'd be after this loss, and it doesn't. So I'm going to say we go the whole season. Mets sweep? If, if George is alive, yes, but no. Uh, Boone would have been fired 17 times already. Right, he would have been fired, yeah, two years ago. Uh, yeah, George is dead. He is dead. <laughs> so is Hal, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Hal's, even, Hal's even deader. And Hal is lifeless. Hal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, That's it. Nothing to add. Oh, here you go. The post. Sliding Yankees flop after Aaron Boone's urgent plea. What urgent plea? Um, Aaron Boone didn't mince words. He bluntly stated multiple times that the Yankees season is on the line. Wow. We have too many ups and downs. We're in too good of a division to have those ups and downs. Obviously, continue. We can't afford to play great for two weeks and struggle for a week. Not for Miguel Brown. Dug ourselves a bit of a hole. Yeah. So really go back to the fucking booth, Aaron. Because you're great at breaking down the problems. You're not great at solving the fucking problems. No, right. Thanks. What a fucking cheese dick. Yeah, disappointing. Not not disappointing. That's all. That is all. All right. Well, yeah. Hey, we got a new listener. Welcome uh, to the family, Campbell. Thanks for listening. Oh, got to welcome, right. uh, welcome her to uh, the Sunday Poor Faithful. How long do you give people to like settle in before you see the baby? Uh, I think you got to give them like a little bit. Like you can't. You don't want to be one of those people who shows up like 10 minutes after they got home from the hospital. Yeah, you could, though. It's like it's not – they're not long visits, you know. You're just kind of popping in saying, hey. Yeah. You're not spending an hour – I mean, maybe an hour, but you're not spending like a day there getting shit-faced. Right. Uh, I think you're – I think a day or two after they get home, you're in the clear. Okay. Yeah, a little, little window. Yeah. A little settling window. Yeah, but they, they're prepared. They've been, they've been prepared for nine months for this, so you know they know what's coming. I just feel like a lot of people kind of try and get right in. You know what I mean? You don't want you don't want to have uh, you show up at the same time as everyone. That's all right. Not for me when I got to be around everyone. It's <laughs> <is> purely selfish. <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't know. I've never, I've never, I've always wanted to give people a little bit of time. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, go a couple of days. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's that first day where you just kind of get back and you're exhausted and you just want to like get the stink of a hospital off you. You don't want like 10 people at your house that day, right? First day, nah. I, I wouldn't. I'm, I'm sure we did, but I wouldn't. You did. <laughs> so, 
So, all right, let me get this out. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right, see you.